This episode is sponsored by MMS Missionary Music School, changing lives one note at a time. Go to mmsforeveryone.com. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about electronic music. Electronic music was created on the 80s. It's a type of song that relies on repetition. It relies a lot on, on the drum sound, on the bass sound, uh, sounds that move your heart, sounds that make you feel like you want to dance, you want to jump up and down. If you go back to the early ages of humankind, music has been used for many, many purposes, especially for war. So music, it's something that, that can move a soldier's heart, it can move a whole battlefield, it can move a whole army to say, hey, we are ready to fight, we are ready to war. Especially the low drum beat sounds. This is something that's it's well proven around the world. But I want to think about music not, not as an electronic sound or synthesizers or digital sounds, but I want to think about what electronics do to us as human beings. If you take your son or your daughter to the top restaurant every single week and they eat everything that it's good, everything that tastes good and is well prepared, does this will make your son or your daughter a great cook? Yes or no? So this is my thinking. After talking to Eric last week, he mentioned that he's a gamer and he transformed himself when he's in the gaming setup. So his wife in the beginning was worried about him because he becomes a different person when he's gaming. Because he doesn't care who's in the other side of the line. He doesn't care if the guy in the other side... And vice versa. This is, this is gaming. Gaming is all about this. You don't care who is on the other side. You don't have feelings. You, don't have, you just want to destroy that person. You just want to kill that person. Or you just want to conquer that person's environment. So my point is that we think that if we give your, our sons and daughters technology, this will prepare them for the future. Give them an iPhone, an iPad, or give them TV, give them a computer. They're going to stay there because it's going to be good for them because they're going to get used to technology. I don't think this is a good thing. My point is that when you don't have the emotional connection, when, 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 you, when you're dealing with your phone or a computer or somebody that you don't know, it's not next to you, you're dealing with a, a machine. You're not dealing with a human being. But in the other side of that machine, there's a human being with emotions, with, with feelings. I understand when most of technology people, people who, who work on the Silicon Valley, people who are very technology-oriented people from Silicon Valley or Amazon or Microsoft, they run away or they don't give technology to their kids. They don't. Because technology kills the creativity mindset. That's my issue. Because you don't have to create anything. Everything is created. You just have to work with it. This is my whole point with electronic music, with low sounds that only it's drive, drive, drive. Like do, 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 and it goes, and it goes, and it goes, and kill, kill, video game. So this is, this is something that, that bothers me. I wish my son and my daughter would not introduce technology to my granddaughter. At least not for now. Let her use her imagination. Let her create her own toy. 
place. Let her deal with the issues or the emotions that you have when you have people around you, when you have your grandparents. Dealing with people is the most complicated thing in life because people get hurt and people disappoint us. And this is what technology comes in. So now just send them, send her a text message, say, hey, I love you. And you send a text message and that's it. So it doesn't have the the emotional component or even a phone call, a phone call, simple phone call, say, hey, dad, I love you. Happy Father's Day. Or mom, I miss you. Or let's do this together. Let's sit down together. Because when you go to a restaurant right now, you see the, the table next to you, everybody's on, on their phone and nobody's talking to each other. They're talking to people around the world. They're talking to other people, but they're not, they're not having this family conversation because they don't want to deal the, the pain or the hurt or whatever is going, going on around them. Being a cool parent does not work. What work is to be a loyal parent. What's loyalty? So I have to ask this to myself. Am I loyal to me? Am I loyal to my, my own ideas and thoughts and principles? Am I loyal to God? And my loyalty means that I can make mistakes. I will make mistakes. I'm sorry. I will make mistakes. So loyalty for me is not perfection. I'm not perfect, but I'm loyal. And when I make a mistake, when I make a mistake, and I will make a mistake, I'll be loyal to myself. Say, hey, I did this wrong. I'm sorry for that. And then let's move on. So ask yourself this question. Am I loyal to myself? Am I loyal to my wife? Am I loyal to my husband? Am I loyal to my kids, my son and my daughters? Am I loyal to my church? Am I loyal to my government? Am I loyal to God? So loyalty is something that we need to work on. Are you loyal to your son, your daughter, when you let them sleep whenever they want? Or when you let them eat whatever and whenever they want? Are you loyal to yourself when you're doing that? Are you being faithful to your kid when you say, hey, you don't need to eat broccolis, you can eat fries, or you can eat Kentucky Fried Chicken because you love Chicken McNuggets. So that's not a sign of loyalty. That's a sign of irresponsibility. That's, that's what I think. We have to be loyal and we have to think that, okay, it's not good, you don't like it, but it's it's the best for you. The meaning of being loyal, it's thinking about what's best for him or for her. So we have to think of the long term. The long term, whatever you eat is going to transform into a healthy body or very weak and sick body. So this is important. Even exercises, go for a walk so or sports. So what I, what I want, I'm going to try to say is that when you take out the video game, when you take out the sitting down and eating uh, snacks and spend hours and hours in front of the TV, smartphone. Now, this is what I heard. I heard that in America, kids are spending from six to nine hours on screening on in front of the TV, in, in front of tablets and notebooks and laptops because school system, they they develop this system that that you work more with your computer. We are raising kids emotionally disconnected from one another. And this is the problem for me. When you don't have an emotional connection to whoever is next to you, is close to you, it can be your co-worker, it can be your spouse, it can be your son, your daughter, your family, your grandfather, your neighbor. If you're not emotionally connected to this person, you don't care 
about this person. So you don't care if, if your neighbor is dead or alive because you don't talk to them. You don't even know who, who are your neighbors. Like, I mean, physically your neighbor or your co-worker. And the list goes further because we spend more time during the day with our co-worker than I spend with my wife. I work eight, 10 hours a day. So I go home, I take a shower. So the moment that I have, I can spend with my wife will be like one hour, one hour and a half, two hours tops, if we are lucky. And then what do we do about it? Or 10 minutes, 15 minutes that we, we spend with our kids because when you go home, you're tired and your kids want your kid wants your attention. So what do you do? So you have to take a shower, eat something or have a dinner together. So this this is the whole thing. Sit down and have a dinner with your kid. But okay, you have to make it work. You have to make time. I learned this from my mother-in-law's father. So we were we were in this family Christmas gathering. Uh, somebody was talking to 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 my mother's in law father. He was an elder person, and everybody would listen to him because he he was a very wise person. Someone's kid comes in. Hey, dad, I want to do this. This I want to. For example, I want to play soccer. The father said, No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I, I'm I'm listening to your your great grandfather's story. So this is important for me. And this guy, this great grandfather, he said, No, no. He said in a very calm voice, son. Why do you say no to your kid if you can say yes? Or, no, 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 the phrase was, before you say no to your kid, think if you can say yes. Why are you saying no? It's because you're tired, because you're lazy, because whatever, whatever excuse you have in your life, you don't have the time now. Can you ask this question to yourself? What if... It, can I say yes to my kid? So he wants to play soccer with me. Can I say yes? Or I'm sitting in the couch and I'm playing my video game. I'm sitting here and I'm reading my book or even I'm reading my Bible if you're a Christian. So no, 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 I cannot do that because I'm doing something more important than you. So at this moment, you're telling your son and your daughter that whatever you're doing, it can be on your phone, it can be on a TV, it can be on a book. It's whatever you, you, you're telling your kid this. What I'm doing is more important than you. So when I have my time, when I finish what, what's important, I'll talk to you. I'll attend your need. This is something that I keep asking myself. Am I giving the proper attention to my wife? Am I giving the proper attention to my granddaughter or to my son or to my daughter? They're grown-ups now, so they don't need much attention. But especially in the in the first like three years of their life, I have to give them attention. They need love. They need to feel that they belong to our family. They belong to me. They belong to my wife. They belong to this group that, that loves him or her and embrace them and love them the, the, the way they are. So this is what God did to us. Every time we pray, God stops and this, okay, son, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to stop. Well, God doesn't stop because he's omnipotent and omniscient. He knows everything. He's everywhere. But he listens to me. Uh, when the blind man comes to Jesus and Jesus, and Jesus says, what do you want? Jesus knew what he wanted. But the things that 
he wanted to have a relationship with that blind man. He wanted to have a relationship. He wanted to have a conversation. And most of the time, we don't know what we want. And God only, <laughs> it's funny, but God attends and listens to us when our thought coincides or attach with God's thoughts. And then the The door is open. Seek and find. Knock and the door will be open to you. But you have, you have to be attached to God's will for your own life. And we only get that if we get close to God every single day. So my question is, am I loyal to God? There's one simple rule. God looks at me and looks at me and sees me as I am. I cannot hide from God. I cannot lie from Him. He created me. So he knows who I am. He knows my flaws. He knows my good things that I can do and the bad things. He knows everything about me. This, this, this is what amazes me about God. We think that if we introduce our kids to technology, we are helping them to be a good tech-oriented child. So this is what the world believes. But for me, it's the opposite. It's the contrary. We are diminishing the ability for them to create something. So God gave me and you a brain that it's a creative brain. We are made at the image of God and God creates everything. So he gave me and he gave you a mindset, a brain to keep on creating. But what's the world tell us? No, you don't need to create. Everything's already done. Everything is, it's a canned. Everything's already colored. All the songs are already made. So you cannot come up with something new. Of course you can. We are the only animals in the world that can create an imaginary world and let people see. We can share this imaginary world and say, hey, this is what I'm creating. So look at any movie, watch any movie or a book, read a book. So you have this, this author creating a story, imagine a story. And then when you start reading a book, you are in the story. You feel that you're, you transport yourself to that story. So this is our creative mind. What I believe that the world, they, they don't want us to be creative. Because if we are creative, we will think. That's funny, right? The world doesn't want you or me. The government doesn't want you or me to be thinkers. Media in general, all whatever news channel, they don't want you to think. They don't give you the facts and say, okay, you now you make up your mind and you have your own decisions. No, they do this. This is right. This is wrong. This is right. Schools is the same thing. They only inform you what is right. Oh, this is right. And they go, blah, 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 blah. This is the correct answer that I want for me. That's why I love music. Because music, you can listen to a, to a piece and say, okay, fine. I can try to repeat Beethoven and play like Beethoven, but I will never be able to play like him because Beethoven is Beethoven and Paul, me, myself, I'm myself. My abilities is far less than Beethoven's ability or Eric Clapton's ability. I, I'm not Eric Clapton, so I cannot play like him. I'm not BB King. I cannot play like him. But I believe that God gave us this special human being for us to get inspired by them. So we, I'm inspired by Beethoven. I'm inspired by B.B. King. 
I'm inspired by Eric Clapton, all these great musicians that I love, that I respect, and I want to, I want to play like them, but I can't. So I get close enough, fine, but it's me playing. So it's a little different than, than I'm tr I try to copy 100% what Eric Clapton plays. I'm going to play Tears in Heaven just like Eric Clapton. And I spent my whole life trying to copy exactly like him, the whole, all the feelings. But when he made this song, he went through a very hard moment in, in his life that I, I never been through. So I never lost a child in my life. The, the, the feeling is different. So I will play different and it's okay, it's fine. We are able to create imaginary worlds because when when we are, when we allow ourselves to create something imaginary, we can have a critical thinking. Like, okay, I'm going to try this. This might work, and this might not work. So the best thing is to create a pattern of critical thinking. But that's not critical meaning. Oh, I'm I suck. Oh, I'm bad at this. Oh, it's not, it's not the critical mind. It's just a critical meaning. You have to criticize yourself. Is it good? Is it? Does it sound good? Do I relate to this story? Is this story true or this fantasy? Is it fun? I don't know. Be have a critical thinking. So we, I, I believe that we are leaving behind a less prepared generation than what I had than my generation. So I was born in 1968. So I'm Gen X. So. I think Gen Z, which is the next generation, I believe. Yeah, it's Gen X, Gen Z, and then Millennial. I believe so. Gen Z still got the, 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 the 60s and the 70s vibe because they're the 80s and 90s. But now we are creating a generation, the Millennials, and then, and then the 2020s. The, the, I don't know what's a, the generation. I... So kids today are obese. They are slow. They are stressed out. They are tormented by insecurity like social media facebook and friends what people likes or dislikes or so we we are creating we have a generation that has no patience and a generation that's not focused they are violent because of whatever video game they're playing and they're not prepared to face any competition because what they learn from video games and you have the competition you have to kill the competition so you have to destroy the competition so that's how you survive in this world here's the problem the person that's played the video game in the other side of the tv or the computer or whatever smartphone you have the person this side has no feelings for that person so there's no emotional connection Again, if you think about it, if somebody kills you on a video game, you just come back to life and have another life and come back to life and have a, or if you kill somebody and you get their their weapons, you get stronger and stronger. This is this is the education we are we are having right now. Do you want to conquer something? You have to kill your enemy. That's funny, but because the Bible says we have to love our enemy, we have to pray for them, we have to have feelings and emotion for our enemies. That's what Jesus said. So, video game. Kids are competing with kids from all over the world. So, it's not their neighbors. The neighbors now, it's a little guy from Finland or a little Chinese guy that it's in the computer for like 24-7, never stop. This, this is the competition now. It's not my friend in school. That's not the competition. The competition now is the guy in the other side of the world. So, this is the, the, the world we are projecting for our kids. What do I want for my granddaughter to survive? How do I want her to survive in this world? So, I believe the first thing parents need to do is to keep letting the kids be creative. 
let them create their own toys. Don't give them ready-made toys. Let them create their own toys. It, it's going to be wacky. It's going to be weird. But let them come up with their own creation and play with, with their own creation. Play with whatever they create. Give them a, a blank piece of paper and crayons. So let them create their own design. Let them be when you let a child be whoever they want this is this is my relationship with god god loves me the way i am he created me the way i am and he told me hey this is jesus christ this is the guy that you have to copy so i'm trying to behave i'm trying to copy a guy named jesus christ that's all i do i'm done love you people see you next week bye